0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Fear, page, the daily episode podcast where we pageify the episode day of Page of the Wind, called The Wise Man's Page. This is page 457, chapter 68, The Cost of a Loaf. The days that followed were pleasant ones. My sunlight hours were spent with Denna in Severinlow, exploring the city and surrounding countryside. We spent time riding, swimming, singing or simply talking the afternoons away. I flattered her outrageously and without hope, because only a fool would hope to catch her. Then I would return to my rooms and pen the letter that had been building inside me all day. Or I would pour out a torrent of song to her. And in that letter or song, I said all the things I hadn't dared to tell Denna during the day. Things I knew would only frighten her away. After I finished the letter or the song, I would write it again. I would dull its edges a little, remove an honesty or two. I slowly smoothed and stitched until it fit mellow and lackless, as snugly as a calfskin glove. It was idyllic. I had better luck finding Denna in Severin than I ever had in Imra. We met for hours at a stretch, sometimes more than once a day, sometimes three or four days in a row. Though, in the interest of honesty, things were not perfect. There were a few burrs in the blanket, as my father used to say. The first was a young gentleman named Jared, who accompanied Denna on one of our early meetings down in Sovereign Low. He didn't know her as Denna, of course. He called her Alora, and so did I, for the rest of the day. Jared's face held the doomed expression I had come to know very well. He had known Denna long enough to fall for her, and he was just beginning to realize his time was drawing to an end. I watched as he made the same mistakes I had seen others make before him. He put his arm around her, possessively. He gave her the gift of a ring. As we strolled the city, if her eye focused on anything for more than three seconds, he would pluck it out. Because the page is over.
1: I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. So this is the the Cyrano de Bergerac concept, kind of twisted, but still still there in essence, right? He is writing a letter to someone that he loves for someone else, you know, on someone else's behalf. And, you know, the the twist, I guess, is that the letter the letters aren't going to the same person.
0: I think you're going to say what I'm planning on saying, that we talked yesterday about how he's so successful. Yeah. And the answer is that he's actually writing his honest feelings about Dena and then tweaking them to fit this other person.
1: Precisely, yes. That's why it works.
2: Specifically, the wording... That's used where he says, like, he takes it and then he dulls the edges. I've heard that used before when it comes to non, like, a non-romantic thing. When you're trying to tell someone in written format, or I guess theoretically it could be verbal too, that, like, you're frustrated with them. So, like, you write what you feel and then you dull the edges and then you tell them.
1: That That's an interesting approach because I was going to say that to what that means To me, you don't want to come on too strong when you're courting somebody, especially someone who you've only just met. You don't want to say, I love you. I want to get married. I want to have babies with you. Like, that's scary, you know, to hear right away from somebody. That's not, like, romantic. So that's what I understood him to mean by smoothing away those rough edges, tamping it down a little bit, not coming on too strong. But I think that your read also makes sense, especially because we know that even if he can't come out and say it there are things about Quoth's relationship with Dena that he does find frustrating.
2: I'm not necessarily trying to say that there are things that he would write in the letter that would be negative, but that there were things there are things that his initial jot down would it they would be too intense
1: yeah just exactly in general.
2: whether it be negative or positive they would just be too intense
1: yeah that's definitely like the 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 sense that I was getting
2: also. On this page we have denna going by an alias that doesn't start with a d
1: that's true
0: yes yes uh i'm one of the listeners on the twitch channel pointed out this may be the first time that her name her alias does not start with d i'm not sure if that's true but I'll, i'll take it as red and if so i wonder if this is a sign that she's drifting farther and farther away from the person that Quoth knows that as her name changes farther and farther from Denna, uh, she is drifting farther and farther from Denna. I do believe that names have significance in, in the, not just in the plot, but in like the, the meta text uh, in the, the thema text. I don't know what you would, how you would call it, but like the thematic importance of her name being farther from Denna is probably relevant.
2: Well, also the one thing that's different this time versus other times we've seen her change, her name is now she has an official patron. She didn't have an official patron before. What if the patron chose her alias?
1: What if she's just got a different letter to start her name with in every city she goes to?
0: And he just happens to have encountered her as Denna? Oh, in every city because uh, that was all in, in yeah. Uh, Imra. Yeah. Exactly. I guess that seems a little a little codified,
1: but but she was. Who knows? Denna we don't know what's going on the with First her.
2: time he met her, and that was not Nimra.
1: We've done the thesis. We've done the antithesis. Now we're going to do the synthesis. Den is her real name. That's the name that he was introduced to her with. And
0: but there's no 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 no. He was introduced to her, but there's no indication that Den her real name.
1: But it is. Because that's the person that's the person that she is when she's most herself, and she's most herself when she's with Quoth.
0: No, that's that's the mistake that Quoth is making. Uh she is not. She that's the person that she was when she met Quoth, but that's not the person that she is. It's just who Quoth fell in love with, and that's part of what she struggles with with Quoth.
1: The person that she was before she started changing her name all the time. No, she had already started
0: changing her name. It's just the first time that Quoth encountered her. She has a life outside of Quoth, Jeremy. Will you make
1: will you let me finish the synthesis here? I will not because your premise is flawed, but go ahead. So her real name is Dena, and that's the name she gives Cloth when she meets him for the first time. Then they meet each other again. She's like set up shop in Imra in the university, and she's kind of like, you know, figured out her lifestyle. But I feel like that she might be still kind of new at it. And so uh she's still making using aliases that start with this, like that are closer to her real name, right? That at least start with the same letter and have the same kinds of sounds in them. And then as she becomes more experienced, when she goes to new places, she picks aliases that are a little bit farther away from her name because she's like a more experienced lifestyle person.
2: Could it also be possible that she chooses a name that is not like her own because ostensibly the culture would be different here than it is in Imra. And maybe in Imra, like those sorts of names are more commonplace and she wants a more commonplace name or vice versa. Maybe those sorts of names are more unique. And so she wants a unique name. Like maybe she's doing the same thing, but for Ventus.
1: Yeah. Maybe she's trying to make herself sound kind of exotic and foreign wherever she goes.
2: Or she's trying to like hide in plain sight and pick a name that's like similar.
0: That could be it. She could be like playing to her, to her audience a bit. I can't help but wonder if... So, okay, first off, I don't believe for a second that Denna is her real name. I think that Denna was the name she was wearing when she met Quoth, and that she likes Quoth, and she liked the way Quoth made her feel, which is why she likes Denna the best from Quoth. but I don't believe it's her name. It's possible then that she kept using D names that were kind of close to Denna because it made her feel like being that person, like she was still Denna, even though she couldn't afford to continue being Denna. Um, But... I'm sorry, Jeremy. I don't buy for a second that Denna is her real name, and that uh, she that like her story began when she encountered Quoth. I think she was already doing a version of the thing she does when she met Quoth. I think she pegged Quoth as another Mark, and then was like surprised when they had chemistry, and that's why she she treats him a little bit differently. But she was doing the same. I'm going to say con. I don't think it's necessarily a con, but she was doing it to the other Bard on the trip with them.
1: I think that was maybe the first time she tried that kind of thing because she is characterized differently in that first sequence. She's not the smooth operator that she is when Quoth next meets her in Imra. So if she has been doing that, she hasn't been doing it for very long and she has not committed to it as her lifestyle yet.
0: Okay. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. She's new to it in the same way that Quoth is new to
1: like not being an urchin
0: being a, (laughs) an operator himself, but yeah, exactly. Uh, Is new to, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Not being an urchin. Yeah. All right. Good talk. I think we've come to a, a a fair synthesis. Uh, Let's never speak of it again.
2: There's a rhyme on this page uh, near the beginning. Where is it? Um, I'm going to find it. I know it's in this paragraph. Then I would return to my room and pen the letter that had been building inside me all day, or I would pour out a torrent of song to her and in that letter or song, I said all the things I hadn't dared to tell Denna during the day. So they rhyme day with day. Oh, no, no, sorry. No, it's the last two lines. It's it's day and away.
0: Things I knew would only frighten her away, which is pentameter, I believe.
2: I I
1: actually think this one might just be a coincidence because it's not as metrically harmonious as other instances are of the, like what I'm going to call like the love rhyme or the fey rhyme. Like when that happens, usually it's not just rhyme. It's like line length and meter as well.
0: Well, so I, I think this is intentional, but it's meant to be subtle. I think that when he slips into thinking about Denna, especially in Severin, because he's also like starting to get under her literal spell in Severin, uh, he starts to slip into the, into the verse So I think that this this sort of tag things I knew would only frighten her away, which is sort of a pentameter. I think that's intentional, but it's not as intentional as the like the ones that are clearly uh, rhyming couplets that they do slip into every now and then. Also with Brayden. So I guess uh, he's in love with Brayden. Look, we all need a daddy. All right, listeners, we will continue to be your daddy on tomorrow's episode of Page
2: Of
1: the wind. wind.